this is Melissa Parsons, and you are listening to the Your Favorite You podcast. I'm a certified life coach with an advanced certification in deep dive coaching. The purpose of this podcast is to help brilliant women like you with beautiful brains create the life you've been dreaming of with intention. My goal is to help you find your favorite version of you by teaching you how to treat yourself as your own best friend. If this sounds incredible to you and you want practical tips on changing up how you treat yourself, then you're in the right place. Just so you know, I'm a huge fan of using all of the words available to me in the English language, so please proceed with caution if young ears are around. Oh, hey, welcome back to Your Favorite You, episode number 19. It's called Just Go Ahead and Quit. Woot, woot. So you still have another week to get your review of the podcast in before I do the drawing for the winner to receive a box of my favorite things. So I'm once again asking you to go into Apple Podcasts to review the podcast for me. I am going to share another amazing review with you all right now to give you an idea of the beautiful things listeners of your favorite you are saying about the podcast. This one is from a client of mine who goes by Buckeye Baby 2003. She wrote this on October 10th, 2022. So the podcast was just about a week old at that point. She says the title of the review is What a Gift with two exclamation points. I too am an exclamation point enthusiast. So I appreciate that extra one. She says, I have spent many a minute working with Melissa. I am so happy she has finally come out with a podcast. It is well worth your time each week. You will be intrigued and challenged to see how amazing the lives we live are. But that's just the beginning. I am a successful and happy wife, mother, and business owner. But as the craziness of life has has taken hold, I felt like I needed something more. Melissa has helped me grow in ways I didn't know I needed. I believe everyone could use coaching. It's amazing. And Melissa is the best. This podcast is a gift. Thank you for this beautiful review, Buckeye Baby 2003. Now that I know who you are, I love you too. So as I stated last week, I want to incentivize you all to review the podcast. So anyone who goes in and reviews between now and Valentine's Day will be put in a drawing to receive a box of some of my favorite things. So if you've already reviewed the podcast and you want in on the drawing, go ahead and add another review. If you haven't reviewed it yet, now is the time to do that. You have until next week to get the review in. I'm going to announce the winner in an email. So if you are not on my email list, go to melissaparsonscoaching.com. At the bottom of every page, it says join our mailing list. Put your email there and I will make the announcement in an email after Valentine's Day. And again, may the odds be ever in your favor. Okay, so this week I am continuing my theme of dismantling some of the limiting beliefs that I have worked on overcoming. Once again, the reason for this is that many of you seem to share a lot of the limiting beliefs that I used to have. Once I figured out where these came from, who they came from, how they helped me, and how they hindered me, I then got to decide if I wanted to keep the belief, tweak the belief, or drop the belief altogether. So this week, the thought is, don't quit. My mom, hi mom, 
gave me this poem when I was a young girl, maybe in middle school or early high school. And of course, she meant well by it and wanted to instill in me a work ethic, and she did a fabulous job. I found the poem today, and there seems to be some debate as to who wrote the poem, because I found many references that claimed that Edgar Albert Guest is the author, and just as many that claimed that John Greenleaf Whittier is the author. And unfortunately, we cannot ask these gentlemen because Guest died in 1959 and Whittier died way back in 1892. Anyway, you probably have heard this poem at some point in your life. Um, There were many versions of the poem too, but this is the version that I knew. Um, I modified a few of the words for my own self-concept and those will be apparent as I'm reading it. So it goes, when things go wrong as they sometimes will, when the road you're trudging seems all uphill, when the funds are low and the debts are high and you want to smile but you have to sigh, when care is pressing you down a bit, rest if you must, but don't you quit. Life is queer with its twists and turns, as every one of us sometimes learns. And many a badass woman turns about when she might have won had she stuck it out. Success is failure turned inside out, the silver tint in the clouds of doubt. And you never can tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems afar. So stick to the fight when your hardest hit. It's when things go wrong that you mustn't quit. Now, don't get me wrong. There are times in your life when you definitely will not benefit by quitting. This podcast is not about those times. So you might be asking yourself, how will I know when it's the right decision to quit and when it's the right decision to keep going? Only you will know that. You can check in with your thoughts about quitting. You can also check in with your feelings about quitting. I'm going to give you a couple of examples to see if I can help you understand what I'm saying. We have the story pretty universally that quitters are losers. And you have even heard me say on this very podcast that the only way to lose is to quit, that you're either winning or you are learning. This is true. It is also true that it's sometimes in your best interest to quit. There is so much nuance in life. And for most of us, We have spent most of our life in black or white thinking and all or nothing thinking. So I'm going to suggest that you look for the nuances because that is where the gold is. Let's take me as an example and talk about quitting your current job. I am, by all objective measures, a quitter. I quit practicing pediatrics after 22 years. Some of my colleagues quit medicine only after practicing for a couple years. Some quit during medical school. Some had the dream of being a doctor, but quit before they even got started because they realized the amount of time and effort it takes to achieve the degree. With my example, when I decided to quit, so many people that loved me had thoughts about it. Some of them shared their thoughts with me, and I'm sure that there are many who didn't. One person said, you are so brave. Another person said, what a waste. Another person said, you are too good at this to give it up, Melissa. Another said, you are so lucky to be able to make this change. 
Hell, I bet if you asked 100 people what they thought about my deciding to change careers at 48 and become an entrepreneur, there would have been at least 100 different thoughts and opinions on the matter because many people had more than one thought, one more than one opinion about it. So, and I actually had a lot of thoughts and feelings on the matter, and I had to decide which thoughts I wanted to think on purpose and which thoughts had nothing to do with me. So fortunately for me, I have a lot of resources with coaching and I got a lot of coaching on the situation. And I am so glad that I had already developed an inner knowing at this point. I had a deep sense of self to be able to support myself as I decided to quit a career that I was amazing at, and it was also a career that I loved. So if I can do that, I can surely teach any one of my clients to quit things that they don't necessarily love. I could have quit for no other reason than not wanting to practice medicine anymore. Let me be clear. I did not have to have this incredible new career I have now in order to make quitting a viable option. But I am so grateful that I quit one thing to be able to put my love toward the career of coaching. The next thing I want to empower you to go ahead and quit is relationships and friendships that are no longer serving you. Just because you've been friends with someone for 20 years and you used to be really close, your friend maybe did a lot of things for you and with you in the past, or you did a lot of things with them or for them in the past. It doesn't mean that you have to continue a friendship that is taking time and energy away from things that you actually want to put your time and attention into. So nobody has to have done anything terribly wrong. You don't have to make it a big dramatic breakup. You can just decide that the friendship is complete and that's okay. Another place I see this play out is in familial relationships, where we have been socialized to think that we should all have amazing relationships with our mothers or with our parents or with our siblings. And that just not may be the case. I can recall one client who just used to make herself so wrong for not looking forward to spending time with her mom, and she lived with such guilt about it. We did the work to try to figure out what was going on. And it turns out that she had this story that you and your mom are supposed to be close and you're supposed to be able to go to the Mother's Day card aisle at the Hallmark store and all the cards are supposed to exemplify your relationship. Now, she would get to that aisle and think, none of these cards describe my relationship with my mom. Once she gave up on the idea that it was wrong for them not to be close, Paradoxically, it turned out that she did enjoy the limited time that she did spend with her mom more because she wasn't constantly telling herself that it wasn't enough or it should be more or they should be closer or something like that. I have another client who married a guy who she loves and he was not close with his family of origin. He had distanced himself from them before he and his wife, my client, ever got into a relationship. But she had the story that families are supposed to be close and want to spend time together. Now, that is true of some families, but certainly not of all families. She tried to finagle things and tried to make it so that they would spend a lot of time together. She then quickly figured out why her hubby didn't rely on his family. It turns out they weren't reliable. They would say that they were going to show up to watch the kids and then call and cancel at the last minute. They would say that they were coming to their grandkids' birthday parties and then simply not show up. 
So she's got to stop making her hubby wrong for having the ability to have already accepted how his relationship with his family was going. And she got to stop making herself wrong for trying to force a relationship that wasn't meant to be. It brought she and her husband close to get closer together because she understood him on a deeper level. And it made her call into question that all families should be close and gave her a deeper appreciation for her family of origin, which they remain close to to this day. So you can just stop telling yourself that you're supposed to be close to people because of proximity or your kids going to the same school or your kids being on the same teams or you went to college with them 30 years ago or even because you were born into or married into a family. That simply isn't a problem unless you decide to make it one. The next thing I want to empower you to quit is living your life as if you don't have choice. You have so much choice and so much power that you may not even be aware of. And oftentimes people will tell me on coaching calls that they don't know what they want for their life. They don't know what they want to do. They're not sure. And that makes them feel bad. And we want to check in, of course, because often we do know what we want, but we are afraid of what the knowing will bring. It becomes impossible to know these things. In fact, I just had a client say that to me this week. She said, man, this coaching is deep. It's impossible for me to unknow these things and just raw dog it through life. Those were her words. So just pointing out how much power and choice you do have and pointing out when you're not making a decision, that is also a choice. So instead of saying, I'm not sure if I should leave my job or if I should stay. I'm not sure if I should relieve this relationship or stay. You can just say, I'm choosing to not decide right now. As long as you love your reasons for not deciding, you can just take the decision off the table for a bit and not make yourself wrong for doing that. I want to offer you so many choices right now. And this is a list of just like five things that I came up with quickly. I'm sure I could go on and on about these because there are so many examples, but I want you to get the idea. You can choose to survive or you can choose to thrive. You can choose to stay in blaming mode or you can choose forgiveness. You can choose to view the world with its problems or you can choose to view the world with possible solutions. You can choose to see others as competition, or you can choose to see them as inspiration. You can choose to live your life with regret, or you can choose to know that you did the best you could with the tools you had at the time. You get the idea. Your thoughts about your life are your actual life. So please choose wisely. Right now, you're thinking, I could use some help with seeing the world this way, and I want Melissa to be the person to help me. Go this moment to my website, melissaparsonscoaching.com, and click on the Work With Me tab. Get yourself scheduled for a consult. Let's go quit some shit, people. I will see you all next week. Just as a little spoiler, I have a very hot, smart, sensitive, and sweet man on the pod next week. You will all have to wait in suspense to see who that might be. Bye. 
If you like what you're hearing so far and you think others would benefit from your favorite you, it would be epic if you take a couple of minutes to rate and review the podcast. Ratings and reviews are the best way to make podcasts discoverable. I'd love it if you'd give me your honest opinion, especially if you adore me. And of course, a five-star review would be fantastic. If you click the subscribe button, you'll automatically receive weekly episodes without having to do anything else. If you feel called to share it with others you think might love it, then I will love you forever. You will become my newest favorite podcast listener. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Your Favorite You. If you like what you're hearing and want to learn more, head over to melissaparsonscoaching.com. If you want to work with me to find your favorite you, to become your own best friend so that you can create the life you want with intention, please go to melissaparsonscoaching.com forward slash contact to set up a consult to work with me one-on-one. I so look forward to meeting you.